The Dude Sweet Podcast is now a part of the Project Nerd Podcast Network. Please feel free to check out our podcast and all the other podcasts available at project-nerd.com. Oh, hell yeah. And also a reminder, we are not experts in anything. Whatsoever. We're just two dudes trying to be sweeter dudes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it just feels better with a bond. So, how long have you guys been doing this for? Is this like a, has this been an all day thing? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's just today. No, just today. I got here a little after two. Yeah. Um, okay. if you mean the podcast itself, we first started it back in what 2015. Yeah. And then we went for like <laughs> six episodes. months. Yeah. We went for six months yeah. into 2016, right after a comedy festival he was running ended, yeah. uh, and then. And then we took some time off, and then we've been back since when? February. February? We've done 15 episodes. Since Feb- this February we yeah. have? Oh, we've been on it. Look at us. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like the way that our show is going. Oh, right? yeah. Like we I shot figured. two episodes like back in July. Yeah. yeah. And ha- we haven't shot an episode since, but I mean, we need like money it's that independent struggle that we yeah. constantly talk oh my about gosh yeah should we, should we should we start it's recording i mean if I could, let's just get uh, we already I know what like this episode's yeah. gonna be now anyway so we might as well just get into I it i feel like we just <laughs> we're, we're just gonna jump into it because i mean like really i i kind of have some grievances that I <laughs> yeah. when it comes we're here to, we're uh, here for the grievances our fucking film community okay oh well then gosh. let's okay. get into the show hey everybody welcome to dude sweet dude sweet this flashlight doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, my name is Ian Douglas Terry. <laughs> and my name is Brian Keith Nelson II, a.k.a. Mr. Entertainment Xander Creed, a.k.a. Blacksican Thunder. Yeah. yeah. Can my a.k.a. be mayonnaise blood? <laughs> yeah. That's how I just feel. Accept it. Accept it. Uh, we are sitting here with our guest who you've heard speaking, but so that way you have a, a name to match the voice. Ani. Just, just Ani. Just yeah. Ani. I, I just have Ani no AK. No, there's no AK. AK. We we just gave Ian AKAs. Yeah, it's. I'm trying it out. I've been doing these since 2016. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, but yes. So grievances about. <laughs> so let's talk. Let's shit. get a little bit of background um, about you before we dive into these grievances. Um. So I've been working in the film community like probably about like maybe 14 years now, and I've kind of bounced around from here and there. Was a producer uh, in college for the Met Report, which is just a news station there, uh, and then worked for three years over at <coughs> PBS. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so <laughs> I've 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 been working in the the community now for quite some time, and I gotta say, like I'm not impressed Ooh. yeah at all these are the conversations we've been having <laughs> oh, especially especially lately and i would have to say like you know because like really our, our needs are pretty simple mm-hmm. we need a dp with their own gear yeah. and there's tons of them all over the fucking city yeah. and they're not doing shit what's a dp and, uh, a director of photography director of photography yes. that's it that's it that's yes. really that's all we need we just yeah. need somebody who has an eye for the right shot Yes. Mm-hmm. You know that's what important. I mean? Yeah. That's really, that's it. And and getting somebody to actually just show the fuck up. Oh, my gosh. On time. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we had our last DP and everything. Nice guy. Yeah. Right? Super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Uh, and we pay. 
it's yeah. never, this, it's this never any, pay and shoot. Yeah. It's never right? anything personal either. No, and it's unless it's you make really, it personal. What's his but phone you, but you know what? This is, a, <laughs> 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 the, the, but this is a, a matter of professionalism. Yeah. It, and really, I mean, everybody bitches about how they're not getting work. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have nothing to work on. If I do have something that doesn't fucking pay, yeah. and blah 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 blah. Dude, the this guy, we hired him on, and first off, he forgot the shoot date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and then when <laughs> when he when he did show up and thank god he he thought it was a day early right so he showed <laughs> he showed up a day before nice uh and he called me up he, he was like he was like hey where are you guys and i was like well where are you <laughs> and he was like i'm at the location and i was like why i was like oh my god is it saturday and he was like he was like no it's friday i was like oh, no. oh, wow. i was like uh do we shoot tomorrow <laughs> That's oh why that's why we're not there. And so and he says that he's a professional. He's been working for like 13 years. Yeah. Right. And I had dropped the shooting schedule. That was like what, like a month before mm-hmm. we, we had everything locked down mm-hmm. like a month before. There, it was, was on our Facebook page and meetings beforehand. Yeah. yeah. And he just and he had been to some of our pre-production meetings yeah. as well. So how do you fucking forget the shoot date? Oh my and so he does show up on time. Uh, the next day, but then he forgot his cameras. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah. And right? how do you yeah. be a DP mm-hmm. who forgets their fucking gear? Yeah. You forget your camera. That's your only that's fucking job. That's <laughs> the whole job. point that's of That's like you. if you're yeah. a cowboy, you forget your horse. Yeah. Get out of here. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why are you even here? Yeah. You didn't bring your horse, your clinky boots, or your gun? <laughs> so, son, why did you wake up this morning? Oh what are you gosh. doing here? Yeah. And it, it, and I got to say, it's like, to me, at, at that point, you know, it it's like shit or get off the pot. Either this is what you want to do right? and this is your fucking profession. We've talked or about that before. You're quit. Oh you got to call it and quit yeah. it. We've definitely talked I've about that, that before. In so many different, I've seen it in music. Uh-huh. I've seen it in comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like where people put it as their job on Facebook. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> and not show up to things. Not yeah. show up wasted. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, man. oh dude. Uh, oh, that that's another thing. That's why I say aspiring pro wrestler because I'm not professional yet. I'm still aspiring to be there. Yeah. So. Yeah, but you know, at least you're proactively doing it now. I almost yeah. feel like like 98% of the quote unquote filmmakers here really love to be able to call themselves a filmmaker without actually having to oh make anything. Gosh. They that's just love being <laughs> able to call themselves that. People, uh, okay, is this a millennial thing? I don't think I don't it. Know. I don't well, think it is. We're all in the millennial yeah. age group, so yeah. I'm cusp. I'm you technically know. Gen X. No, motherfucker, you in the nope. millennial group? Nope. I don't Wait, care. What year were you born? Eighty-one. Thirty-eight. He is. He yeah. is on the cusp. I don't care if he's on the cusp. He I'm falls on, on our side. You're yeah. one of the least problematic white people I have ever met in my life. I can't go on TikTok, but I can go on Snapchat. <laughs> okay. <I'll> take that. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but all right. Props. Props yeah. to you. You don't know what TikTok is. I know. No, I know what they are, but I don't know what the comparison between them means. I haven't been on once them for in teenagers years. and once for sad people in their 20s. So Snapchat is for so the sad people in their 20s. So which one do you get naked 20s. on? All of them. All of them? <laughs> all of them? I've been kicked off. All of them. I don't know. I don't. I can't send nudes no more because I don't need you keeping a screenshot of my shit. And then when I, things turn successful, they're like, oh, look, I have them naked. I'm like, yeah, other people have seen me naked, but they're not making the block out right now. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, <sighs> I, I haven't done the nudes thing. I haven't ever no? taken a nude. Uh-uh. I think I did it, and I the person nudes. was like, that's nice. Like, yeah. They gave me that reaction. I was like, oh, I shouldn't be doing well, this. Well, I came <laughs> up... 
They're like, oh, sweetie, you tried. Thank you. Wow. I, sp- I, I was one of the people who I spent like a lot of time with people, but they would always have something else happening yeah. that I just wasn't into. So I would just find stuff to get into on my phone. So like AIM oh or like computers, so, like just chatting with people and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. called cyber sex. <laughs> <laughs> talked about it. Uh, we have just a little bit. Just a little I, bit. I think this is a millennial thing. Maybe. Having this. As no. Are, are you talking about no. like, you know, like a, just having professional decorum, yeah. like not giving a shit? I don't I don't know because you know I'm seeing a it's lack a work of pr- ethic thing it, yeah. it is but it, it's depending on how it's passed down yeah but you know what I'm seeing it just even in like regular like nine to fives like yeah. in the corporate world That's yeah what I was like, about to say. like just nobody fucking gives a shit oh, yeah nobody cares when you don't have passion for what you're doing and you're just doing it to scrape by yeah but it makes sense at McDonald's it doesn't make sense when you want to be a filmmaker yeah no <laughs> definitely not yeah 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 like yeah. if you're if you're upset in the filmmaking industry like I've said this before Go the fuck home and find a different job. Like, if you're in the film industry and you're just hating it, find a different job because people who do this do this for the passion. Yeah. Like, I, I wish normal things made me happy. Normal things don't make me happy. Like a nine to nine to five and a retirement plan don't make me happy. But working on something that I love, like spending all of this time, like hundred hours a week filming something. But getting it done and having all of that to say, yeah, we all did this. Like, that's much more appealing to me. Other people, yeah. that seems crazy. And I, I get it. That's fine. But if it's your passion and you're hating it, yeah, like a nine to five, then maybe you'll be happier with a nine to five. If you want stability, don't don't try and make a living in arts if you want stability. Oh, Straight no. up. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Don't. Because I almost feel like you could partially blame age and like generational thing because it mm-hmm. is kind of like. I think people older than me were like, well, this is what I fucking do. Like, I have to mm-hmm. do this. Like, and now it's like, I have all these options for things I can do. And like, you can kind of half-ass it. I think it's people's outlook. Yeah. But, yeah. Because then I there's, think it's you can also blame Denver. Mm-hmm. You can blame where the place you're at. Because that plays into a lot of it. Yeah, yeah I totally blame Denver. Nowhere. I'm yeah. okay with blaming yeah. Denver. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. Because I do feel like it's a cultural problem here yeah. locally that um, our Uh, like our film community sucks Mm -hmm. it fucking sucks and it the people who are running it fucking suck yeah and i know that and here's the thing i left the community years ago don't look too worried (laughs) great this is my opinions and my opinions oh no 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 no. we don't give a shit we don't give a shit at all i'll I'll just throw out the disclaimer yeah but no (laughs) that our our local film community fucking sucks but they shout hold out. these stupid see, fucking networking events that oh. but shout out to the people out there making it work like projectnerd.com ladies yeah. and gentlemen projectnerd.com okay. well I, I won't <laughs> I won't throw everybody under no, no, the no, same no, no, umbrella no, I mean there are some people there are some whole. people who we talk about generalizing do, in here but so I people mean, know not everything's black and white shout out to y'all yeah so, you know it. but I mean like here it, you just can't find anybody who wants to do it like i don't know how many demo reels i checked out from dps Mm -hmm. where it's like the last thing that they did and it's on their demo reel the most like current work that they have is from like 2014 Mm -hmm. but they're bitching on fucking facebook that they're not getting paid work yeah and then when i offer them paid work and they go yeah 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 let me check your schedule and then a week goes by Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. like, have you thought it? And they're just like, well, you know, I think I might have this thing that I might do over the weekend. I'm just going to go camping oh and every. And it's like, aren't you broke? They're How the fuck right? are you going camping right, right now? See, like, and, and that's the thing. That's why I was saying where I think that is just a certain way of looking at it. Because, yes, in this modern day and age, we do have things that can help us more than it did help people in the yeah. past. But people take that as, oh, it's more we have more ways of doing it. I don't have to put as much energy and effort into it. And that's where you fail. Because yeah. if you come up like I try not to be 
oh, I was trained in acting and all this stuff. But no, like I did the time to learn my craft. And that's why, like, I can go to an audition and get told no. I can go to an audition and get told, oh, we can see you playing someone next in the next to like co-starring with Denzel. It's just like, why can't I just be an actor you consider for a fucking project? And I not let that get to me because I have that thick skin. Yeah. Like it, it's just coming up through it. When you when you look at something, I have the perspective of, yes, there may be more opportunity out there for me, but I still have to bust my ass for this because I've I've known what it's like you have to keep earning your own money from like a young age. When I wanted to buy stuff, I'd have my own job. Like I got a work permit at 15 as soon as I could work because I knew I needed money for the stuff that I needed or the stuff that I wanted. And so it's like in a place like Denver that's more isolated, mm-hmm. you can get away with half-assing things. Just being like, oh, yeah, I do. This is yeah. what I do. And yeah. It's because there's not really – like if you pull that shit in New York. No. Well, then you yeah, just get passed you, over by somebody yeah. just yeah. as talented yeah. as you Ultra but who has more drive. There. And L.A. is kind of chill. It's yeah, but I mean like, it, like yeah. if you really think about it, right, because I mean – Probably for especially the the last 10 years, I would have to say that film community in itself, just as a term in itself, only exists here. I because I mean, I haven't been out to L.A. to see if they even have a film community, but they just have an industry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's a film. Exactly. It's a it's a profession. Yeah. And here it's not seen as an industry. It's not it's seen like as a job. It's just a group of hobbyists yeah. Yeah. who What's enjoy, you know, putting each other on that's camera. Why I that's for really comedy here. It's like what is funny? Yeah. I just had this real <laughs> I just had this realization. Tell me if I'm wrong. This is just my perspective. Denver's trying to build itself to be an art community like an art-based community mm-hmm. but yeah. does not support artists making a living off of their art. No, that's all, very true. At all. Like, it's, they're they're trying to do, ooh, we do artsy, we do cool stuff here, yeah. but you're not going to provide what is capable to no. make these artists make a living. No. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, you, you see it in the local businesses, too. Like, businesses everywhere here, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we do have a pension for local businesses, and we support them, Denver mm-hmm. does, yeah. Yeah. as a city. Mm-hmm. But any any local business owner, try to get them to support arts. Yeah. Fuck it. Forget they're it. Never, fucking forget yeah, it. Yeah. Never. They're never yeah. gonna fucking do it. Yeah. But they want you to give your money to their coffee shop and not Starbucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when I ran a festival, mm-hmm. we had some local businesses, but it was always like, Yeah, we'll give you like stuff and we'll like do this. There was never any money except for dispensaries. Because mm-hmm. they have so much money. Like <laughs> they they're just like a bunch of dumb bro dudes with shitloads of money. Yeah, <laughs> so it's no, also it's, like, it's true. They're like trust fund kids yeah. that like came in from like New Mexico and mm-hmm. California, and Washington, sucks. and oh, it, do- oh, yeah. it really does. Like, they were literally like, "Here's two thousand dollars." I'm like, "Oh, holy shit! We actually got money from someone." Yeah, and then they're like. Hey man, so I think it'd be pretty cool if we like made some videos of yeah. like, comedians like doing this and like smoking weed, and I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck me. We've yeah. we've talked. Like, would you also like some free advertising yeah. and maybe a blowjob? Yeah. Yeah. I think I could go get that girl over there to get you a hand job at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Nothing at all. Like, Everything yeah. is for free. Oh my you get gosh. all that you want. Yeah, just yeah. because you have a dream. Exactly. Yo, fam, I got a dream, but I know I might have to sleep in my car for this fucking dream. Exactly, and I'm prepared to pay that price. Are you ready to pay that price? I no? F- then find something you're willing to do and that I for. I feel like artists and people pursue, pursuing like the arts mm-hmm. basically just have to trick rich kids that got trust funds and inherited money <laughs> into giving them their money Almost. so they can make good things. I mean, oh that's one God. of the routes. That's one of the routes. I oh mean, do, would you have to like play ball? Like, would you have to hunt down like hookers and escorts oh and cocaine? No, no with, and, them, with like, them. And really court these like rich kids where oh. it 
I've know? been around that. Notoriety. It's notoriety. They like the notoriety. They like <laughs> saying that they're behind something that's cool, that's successful. Like, even if it's something small, like, oh, if you, I have a friend who I give them, like, oh, $400 yeah, but, you know, to do as, this show. Yeah. They like the notoriety, so that's why they'll do it. Yeah, but, you know, as we found out, just so we actually, we shot a pilot that we had to throw <laughs> out. Man, yeah. And we had somebody who had money and, you know, wanted his name as an executive producer yeah. um, on the project. And look at what happened with that. I mean, like, um, I told him no. He had, like, a last-minute idea to bring somebody on to the show. And we were getting mic'd, Mm -hmm. right? We're doing sound checks. And as soon as, like, we're done with sound checks, we're dropping into it. Like, we're starting the show. And he comes in. He's like, I want my friend on. I'm the executive producer. And he was super drunk, too. So it's like you can't reason with him. We? As oh man, and mm-hmm. I and I straight up told him no. Yeah. Right. And the guy didn't want to do it anyway. No, he, he yeah. didn't. He didn't want to be. You can there. tell when someone's not ready to he's like just like perform. Oh. Someone who's no the dude's no one's ever said no to him. And he's like, here's a dumb idea. Yeah. And oh man. Oh, and it was a drunk idea too. Like yeah. he mm-hmm. just came in like super trash. Like we were like set. Yeah. We were ready to go, and oh, he yeah. just stopped it put his finger in my face and was like i'm the executive producer and if yeah. i say that i want my friend on i want my friend on oh my that's gosh. what he straight up said oh and he it. told me that my tits look nice yeah well appropriate compliments that day yes. was like so tough i was like at least my tits look nice yeah. right that's you the one thing i got like, going yeah. for myself yeah so i feel good now <laughs> so you do have to be careful about whose money you take because exactly. i mean that was such a small level amount of money that yeah. he mm-hmm. gave to us it's just like producers yeah. at studios when you hear producers fucking up all the the movies that are making them worse than what they should be with oh, their yeah. ideas like, it's because like you don't know what the fuck's yeah. going on just do your role you yeah. provide the money i make the quality content for you that makes you more money and you pay me and us to do this shit for you and we leave it at but that there are some pretty hilarious bad movies that have come out of like oh there are european man with shitloads of money no no like, I, I don't i don't <laughs> even like, troll too this is what we're doing <laughs> no no no. i don't mean like them putting on productions i yeah. mean like with corporations yeah producers well, like always changing oh well, we're changing the script because this will make this more marketable instead of this oh yeah. when with, when it fucks with the co- quality of the content for the purpose of business it's like where yeah. can you go for money yeah for a project you either do it yourself which mm-hmm. is a whole mm-hmm. hassle yeah like saving we know we've all probably we all we all know we all know i self-funded a comedy festival that was in two countries and three towns you did i lost so much money <laughs> oh man but hey but those were fun they were fun you you do it yourself uh you find a money mark as they say in wrestling basically yeah which it's wrestling jargon either be a very benevolent person you can take it you can take it good or bad how you want i try not to like cheat or just dissolute people from what they're going to get because like you could get george r R. martin who just gave meow wolf all that money and now they're like this I don't know what it is. I just see people go and take Instagram pictures in the fucking washing machine, but it seems now, cool. I thought that George R. R. Martin, that was his, um, I thought he was the brainchild behind Meow Wolf. He basically really? just gave them a million dollars. He gave an artist collective. I did a show in New Mexico that was funded by him, which I'm yeah. like, hell yeah. But he basically was just like, hey, you're a cool arts collective. They weren't doing, sh- well, they were probably doing some cool stuff. Yeah. He gave them a million dollars and then they like, built this George R.R. R. Martin we're looking for somebody to yeah. invest in so yeah. <laughs> just in like case you're a listening to trust fund kid <laughs> that's gonna ruin your thing I won't say the name of the comedy production crew but when they were involved with Crom 
the dude pulled the money because we wouldn't put their name bigger or something. It was this crazy Some thing. Some stupid shit. And then when they were watching the submission videos, he's like, you need more like hot girl comedians. And I'm like, oh, this is the worst. Yeah, this is a but problem. I'd be like, you realize this is comedy, Yeah, right? and be like, like yes. <laughs> And then the one guy sent messages to every female comedian on the festival. And then so yeah. Like, the, you kind of have to just be a good comedian yeah. to be you a think, fucking you comedian. You that would be like, it, right? Like, are you good at com- <laughs> I would be like, hey, why don't you have like, you know, a lot more comedians who can do comedy? Because I mean, like, here's the thing. I'm not in the comedy scene, but I'm really close to it because we work with a lot of fucking comedians and I have over the years. And there are a lot of comedians who just aren't that good they yeah. think they're really really oh, good every comedian thinks but they're the best <laughs> yeah and they should and usually like when we would have them performer. on set they would show yeah. up with the you shittiest fucking attitudes yep. the worst mm-hmm. fucking oh, yeah. attitudes yeah. they they walk in and you can just smell it the on arrogance on them the yeah. pompous arrogance realistically i just want to be like who the fuck do you think you are because none of this is, exists without the people you're pretending to be better than yeah because sure People are filming you, but if nobody fucking films you, I don't care how yeah. funny you are. You're not yeah. getting the exposure. Like you're all, I don't. If you are an actor or a performer or anything who is walking onto a set, you are now collaborating with those people. Mm-hmm. This but is a collaborative thing. See, then you're, but you're dealing with people. They're not in a band. Yeah, where it's a group mentality. Yeah, like we all have to do this thing together. It's like I'm very funny. In well, the no, office. and it's it's fine. It's, so it's fine to have the individual perspective, but you have to know the role you play. Thing they have that mindset where it's like, well, I'm very good, cool. Yeah, but you know the the culture of and the those m- people stop getting work. of yeah, of do. the music scene here um, is a little bit different because like yeah. a lot of my friends actually are in music that's what they're doing Mm -hmm. right now and i've been watching them since fuck i don't even know like since i was like 19 20 and just watching how all the musicians here are so open to working together and collaborating Mm -hmm. but not just that but taking an interest in becoming better and that's what other communities out here do not have whatsoever because Denver does have like an awesome music scene yeah and all the people I know their musicians seem pretty fucking happy it's an awesome indie yeah Yeah. it's but then people in the other things seem very miserable and unhappy (laughs) I think it's because nobody knows what to do and we don't have any mentors like we don't have any real industry leaders here that's We've had people true. come here pretend to be it, but they just do the same <laughs> thing where it's just like, hey, I'll come here and I'll be your mentor. Let me hire you on underneath oh, me and yeah. I can give you all the tips that I brought with me. Yeah. But realistically, it's just like you shouldn't be making money from me until I'm also making money. Yeah. Because if this was legit, you would sign yeah. me based on the talent you believe yeah. that I can give you profit from. I mean, That's- and how many times have we heard this one? Right. Like. I'm from L.A. Oh, I just fun. moved yeah. here from L.A. There's and I know you let me oh, let, let me tell you about what I know when I was in L.A. And That's I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is Hollywood. This is Hollywood here. You know, that sounds like the agent like, who told me I would star next to Denzel and look but, good. But that person's always someone that failed out of the actual. Yeah, exactly. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there was a dude that started an improv school in Omaha, and he was like, oh, I was in UCB. And it's like, no, you failed out of UCB. You failed out of UCB. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you failed. people improv? Like, yeah. Uh, hey, you can't. It's hard to personally fail at art because yeah. it can be subjective. Good art is always going to stand out. Yeah. But if there's certain things where you're like, 
you need to complete as an artist to take that credibility yeah. and you don't do it, you don't get the credit for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, just living somewhere doesn't mean like doesn't I mean shit. New oh, York yeah. City I lived in New like, York City as an actor. Yeah. Cool. I've lived in Denver as an actor. I can say I've been an actor since I was oh in, since I was seven years old. I don't. <laughs> I've been acting since I was in, since I was seven years old. But do I say that? No, because why the fuck? Yeah, I've been acting for twenty five years. No. So like Denver. Well, Denver now is a place where everyone from the Midwest moves because mm-hmm. they don't know what to do with their lives, so they all just <laughs> move here. I don't, why? What is the mecca? Is it used to be, sh- it used to is be Chicago? I fuck. You know what? Fuck it. Denver really is the Wakanda of white people. Look that dude it. was right. That person was right. Denver's yeah. the Wakanda of white people. They keep coming. It. Here. It really is. But like, I'm uh, fucking it, dude, it, it used really to be is. Chicago because everyone I knew. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> would move to Chicago. They'd have a breakup. They'd want to change. They whatever. Big life change. Chicago is always Chicago. Really? Always okay. Chicago. But now it's like I see people. The new hip like, Denver. It's like I'm gonna go find myself in the city of marijuana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We get a mile thing. high in mile high city. A lot of things now just kind of like, eh, whatever. I think mm-hmm. it's more just like, this, mm-hmm. there's like a like, I don't know. There's well, there's still people energy. who move here just because it's legal. There's a bougie still. energy here. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, no, 100. Yeah. It's only gotten worse. It's always kind of been around. But yeah, it's but you know what worse. it is? It's so funny though because like really, oh, we're, like Denver is still a. a Podunk, yeah. Denver, humble city. yourself. I mean, yeah. mo- any any office job that you get here, most people are still like wearing dungarees to work. So yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. you know Hell you yeah. you can't be yeah. it to me. It, it's like kind of like a contradiction that everybody thinks so highly of themselves, and it's like, dude, you got shit on your shoes. Yeah. You know that, right? Like <laughs> in, that's, Den- that's in Denver, that's a small fish in a small pond. And that's still. the thing with most. Is it a pond? I think it's a puddle. It's a puddle. It's a small. It's, like it's a dead fish in a puddle. Like <laughs> it's like it's like a loogie. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a loogie. In a, I was trying to go fish, but like okay. what you guys were talking about about mentors. Yeah. Is that happens in like I'm from a very small town where everyone leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's nothing cool in that town because everyone left. Mm-hmm. And then like the next town everyone moves to, it's like. You keep graduating from city. transitional, yeah, yeah. And so Denver must was probably always one of those. You move there for a while, and then mm-hmm. you eventually go to LA, um, and you eventually go to New yeah. York. Oh. And so that's why there's no mentor. Like when I, I started a comedy scene in Omaha, there was no shows, one open mic, and a shitty comedy club, and then mm-hmm. it became this fun, cool thing with tons of stuff. Key, so now I have a question yeah. because I hear a bunch of people mo- leaving here, going to LA, going to New York, what have you. But I hear a bunch of people that are moving here from Florida, and I only am the one I know of moving to Florida. Am yeah. I doing something wrong? Am I doing I the wrong thing? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are moving to like the armpit of the United States. Yeah. Like here's here's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time in Florida. Mm-hmm. It there's definitely yeah. some wild parts. I'm sure I will be avoiding those parts. But there's some of the best. And I'm trying awesome to stick stuff. to the best stuff. That's what I'm trying and to stick to. With specifically what you're trying to do with wrestling, mm-hmm. that's where you want to be. Yeah. But like for other things, like I was gonna move there to do comedy because I was like, no one's running good shows here. Yeah, there's all these spaces. I'm still gonna try and do comedy, and, and I, I still want to run independently, acting wise, out there too. I was gonna build like a whole run of shows in Florida, but then I hit a thing where I was like, do I really want to live in Florida? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't want to live here. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's oh man, yeah. it's fascinating because Florida's gonna be very interesting. I think when you're in a certain industry and you don't know like. Like, I don't know what's going on in these other. It's always interesting to hear, like, mm-hmm. that's what's going on in the film industry. Because it's like, oh, yeah, that's happening in, like, 
yeah. other yeah. things. Yeah, and that's why I'm wondering, is it just Denver? Do I get to Florida and I just like, dude, this connects. Like, do I get to Florida and shows are starting on time and shows are ending on time? Are people there at their call time when they're supposed to be? Are people taking this professionally and delivering creative art the way that they should be instead of just taking it like, oh, I'm just going to kind of mosey in whenever I want because yeah. I'm a performing artist and you're going to wait for yeah, me. Yeah, but it's what's like, no. the, the industry like out there? Like, what's the market? You I'm know, not too for, I'm not too aware of the market because I mean like you know we talked about this the other night um, yeah. you know you do have Atlanta that's right there I yeah. mean like really away. if you yeah. get yeah. if you get an agent I would actually recommend getting an agent out of Atlanta oh for sure and auditioning with like one of their local agencies yeah. oh for sure because if, if you go with an agency um, like say like in Florida mm-hmm. it, it could yeah. depending on what their market is like work out like here like yeah. all the talent agents <laughs> yeah 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 but I have see, air quotes even like like what we were talking about even at least in florida there's not a film community there's a film industry and yeah there may be a big film industry but there's yeah. always going to be people who are trying to work within that who are independent so it's just like even with wrestling all these people are getting picked up and signed it's just like the exact same time when all the original people got signed yeah you need that new crop of talent you need that new wave you need that yeah. new creative stuff mm-hmm. You got to be able to bring it. And if you have the confidence that you can bring it, like I have, then that's what I'm going to go and try yeah. and do. And yeah. Florida is at least not like super isolated. No. It's mm-hmm. relatively close to a lot like New Orleans. I can make an entire weekend wrestling traveling trip if I play it right yeah. along Florida. Just so in the same state, getting paid to just travel to different places to wrestle and, and then make a loop back. That's how I think the Denver one the, the We talked about the culture a little bit, but I think the location has a lot to do with. Yeah, because there's like... People can be like, think they're hot shit, and it's like, well, you're not competing against anything else. Yeah, you're just not, in yeah, this a bubble. Place, this and bubble. and yeah. a lot for a lot of people, that bubble is their own mind yeah. and imagination. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Like it, like the things that they're living out, like in their own minds, like they are fucking superstars. Like there's yeah. people who would be like, I'm really good at this thing, and it's like you've never traveled outside of exactly. where you live. How do you know that? Yeah. My favorite, my favorite is like when they do like a, a screening to like one of their feature length films. Oh that is not not good yeah. at all like it, it's almost like you know the script was like written on a cocktail napkin <laughs> and maybe they wrote it as they went yeah and when you oh you gosh. get to their screening and they have the red carpet that's my fucking they favorite. go all out yeah yeah oh for for a two-hour film that probably wouldn't even have made a really good short <laughs> like yeah, yeah. They, I, i've they been a part of carpet. i've been a part of an indie full-length film that died in the cutting room floor listen oh, that's how good. Tommy that's it that's the way you want it that's how tommy was so blew up though <laughs> yeah he made a terrible thing and thought it was the yeah best but thing at ever. least he was good at being terrible that's yeah true. see it now a these lot of people terrible just films aren't even that general. oh man they're, they're fucking awful i won't even know. you kind of know the person but they kept trying to get me to do like film projects and stuff and i'm like i don't yeah i just yeah i'm just a dumb shit that's me all the time yeah they don't give a fuck they're gonna cast you anyway you're already cast this very weird thing where it's like well and oh my gosh when people would pitch me things and i just want to be like seven of that already exists why are you doing this? yeah why like the amount of people who are like we should make a like comedy pilot about a dispensary in colorado and it's like 
Yeah, that's everybody's. Why? Fourteen that's other everybody's people idea. That this year. The yeah. That made what's that? Two and a half men made that show already, oh and my it's goodness. awful. Yeah. yeah. But you're gonna be like, well, ours is different because everybody's stoned, and it's like, wait, way to think that you? stoner humor is gonna be funny yeah. when it's well, not even federally legal. Maybe, maybe that's just it. Maybe yeah. what you do is in order to have the dispensary comedy mm-hmm. is that it is run by somebody who doesn't smoke weed. Vampires. Boom. Sexy vampire. Or, <laughs> or, or, no. If somebody, if somebody did the same shit that like Cheech and Chong did, yeah, but modern day with the same shit, don't they could be just yeah. Successful. But you know the, the reason whitewash Cheech and Chong. And yeah, but you know, dude y'all whitewash everything. Dude, white dude wears my car did whitewash Cheech and Chong. Yeah, but you, y'all, you just now realize that. You just not realize that. Cheech and Chong was a little <laughs> bit different because yeah. it, for the era, mm-hmm. weed was was stigmatized. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody talked about it. it you like, did yeah. not have a discussion about yeah. weed. Yeah. And they blew right through that. Yeah. You know, they were they were trailblazers. And I think the problem is, is that, and you can even see it just in the movies coming out of Hollywood, um, in the actual industry, mm-hmm. is that we have like this like reboot mania oh where oh we're just God. taking yeah. the same ideas and yeah. recycling them and then also doing remakes that Nobody fucking asked yeah. for. No. Like in the grand scheme, why are they making like live action Aladdin and Lion King? I don't know. Like, it makes no sense because I have no interest yeah. in seeing them. Or another. Yeah, it's that, well, that's enough. the thing. It's all profit. Yeah. And and it and also another Charlie's Angels. Do we yeah. really need a fucking another one? Like you guys didn't learn from the one with Cameron Diaz and fucking Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I mean, that pretty much what is what Th- killed their the careers. I drew the life. line at the second <laughs> one. Charlie's Angels, full throttle. The, 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 first, the first one's like a guilty pleasure. Incredible. The first one's like a guilty pleasure. I but I also I also actually enjoy the Mario movie shout for out Lucy a guilty Lou. pleasure. So. Yeah. Um, shout out Lucy Liu. And it's... And no, no. And shout out... Um, he smoked Hall- too much weed. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Oh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. yeah. Can't um, forget my redheads. But so, grand scheme, they're making all this weird... Like, I just saw Jojo Rabbit. And that's like mm-hmm. such an amazing movie that should not have like on paper the concept like, this of is it. insane yeah and so it's cool to see stuff like that and then on like the small scale i feel like people <laughs> they think they're like i'm a creative i'm gonna make this thing literally had that person be like it's kind of like broad city but it's me and my friend and it's like yeah, yeah. But it's like why it, but wh- thank you thank you like, so much because here's the thing the the women in broad city were already successful yeah. comedians yeah when they got the fucking show funny. yeah and it's yeah. like and how, what makes you think that you can do it better than them and they were producing broad city online before it was called broad city on yeah. comedy central were, so like they've already dudes. had their content to prove that it was going to work there were two dudes from omaha that moved to la <laughs> and they're like yeah we're gonna try to make a thing like workaholics and i was waiting for more i'm like and you just want to make work workaholics. Yeah, you just want to make yeah. Why? Yeah, but you know that's everybody here too. You know, everybody uh, just it like like I know one guy who is pretty much just he just rips off all of Quentin Tarantino. That's yeah. really mm-hmm. what he does. He'll take like one of Quentin Tarantino's iconic films and then another iconic film and then he'll just stick the dialogue from oh one film and then gosh. inject into it a into a scene of, a different, uh, of, of one of his other fucking films. And it's just like, it, it's like, do you really, can you sit there and really feel like a fucking genius? Yeah. <laughs> Some people you can't like, get out of their own bubble of thinking that yeah. way because to them they're like, well, this is the greatest thing. And you know what? To be fair, mm-hmm. if you're making films like that, cool. That's fine. Everyone has their audience. That's but yeah. that's not groundbreaking. That's yeah. not going to get you the work. If you're doing that as a passion project, cool. 
But just don't bitch and complain when you don't make money from it because yeah. you're not presenting anything original. Or you're not presenting anything marketable. Yeah. Hey, it's a bunch of different Quentin Tarantino squished into different Quentin Tarantino yeah. just for a long amount of time, but it's not Quentin Tarantino. Or it's like then why am I going to go see it? Any kind of performer where when you watch them and you're like, oh, yeah, they're doing an impression of... Yeah. Like... Yeah. You see that yeah. in comedy a lot. Or it's a like, lot. Oh yeah, you're really. And you can see it with bands that. when you're like, they're. You can tell they're like influenced by this when they're trying to do certain stuff. You're like, oh, they're influenced by this or that. That's or why that. my favorite thing in the world is when I'd see someone perform and be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening? Shout out to Dorian. Shout out Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric to Dorian. Every, oh every I've God. never seen him perform the same set, but every set has me laughing my there, ass off. There are so many comedians that were just would do the weirdest thing I've ever seen, and I was like. Yeah, like, stop what slamming. Look at the spike. Look at the yeah. spike. Stop live, doing that. I live in extremes. No, <laughs> I'm fine with editing the audio, but, but we can I'd, avoid that. I'd see a performer and I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're just doing a Kyle Kinane impression. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. I think it's that way with like, if you're in a bubble, you can do that. And people you, oh, like, and get away with it. Yeah, yeah. you can get away with oh, it. Yeah, because people love it. You, you could even rip people's yeah. work off just and completely word for word verbatim I'm, and nobody yeah. would be the wiser. Mm-hmm. And we've probably all seen people, and I'm friends with people, where they're hot shit here yeah. and they move to L.A. Yeah. And it beats the shit out Yeah. Because <laughs> all of a sudden it's not like, oh, you're competing against like, yeah. this tiny amount of people. It's like you're competing against fucking professional yeah yeah like fucking next level that's why i'm glad i'm leaving here not shit so i can start not shit wherever i go bam but it's like oh my gosh like i had a friend he was in tons of commercials here he was making like insane money moved out to la and like has been depressed for like a year and a half yeah (laughs) but it's like what a bummer yeah yeah but you know it's it's but you have to do that it's one of it's one of the most uh competitive industries in the world working in entertainment it doesn't even matter if you want an entry level job as a pa which nobody here is willing to fucking take and you have to compete in la even for a job as a pa and if you don't fucking cut it you're gonna come home oh my gosh like i was listening to a podcast with bill Hader, Mm -hmm. great comedian and he started out as a pa yeah he was just like a pa Mm -hmm. on some things and then it's like i don't think a lot of people understand the process to get yeah like there were people that literally thought and i say people and it was a very dumb person i was friends with who thought andy samberg and the lonely island guys got onto saturday night live because they made some youtube videos and it was like oh they're yeah no they also that's definitely not like, SNL. there was a lot happening wait they were in yeah. a lot of things making a lot of things yeah. it wasn't just youtube videos and they're like here's yeah. saturday night live and yeah i had a former friend who didn't understand because i think most comedians the next step from stand-up is being a writer mm-hmm. on a show or something. Yep. Yeah. And he literally thought, because this fam- Chris Gethard, famous comedian, liked him, that he was going to fly him out to New York to write for his show. And it's like, do you not understand Yeah. Chris Gethard swings his arm and hits 20 amazing writers <laughs> every time? Every single time. That already live there and are already putting tons of work in. Yeah. They're just gonna, I think people don't, they get into an industry and excited about it and make it their identity. Like, now nah, I'm a comedian, or now I'm this, mm-hmm. now I'm that, without understanding how any of the industry the, and, works. And the trajectory yep. that they yeah. have to go any in, yeah. how much force that they have to put yeah. into yep. making sure that their rocket can break yeah. the atmosphere and yeah. get into space. So then you have <laughs> these DPs that are like, yeah, I'm a professional. They can't fucking show up and forget their cameras. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> that's, and, like and that's that the balance. Show, like, yeah, but you know what's <laughs> sad is that he was... The most professional DP in town. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. 
he is he yeah. he he's the standard right now he's where the bar is set Ugh. for what is good that mm-hmm. was an ongoing thing about comedians is like they're probably not going to show up. They're probably yeah. going to show up fucking high and just yeah. do whatever. They're not going to promote the show at all. No. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Not plugging. like yeah. A show it, you're oh on? God. Why not? Because yeah. in their minds, they're like, I'm blessing this by showing yeah. up high and kind of funny. I mean, I have my th- I have my thing about I have my personal feelings about me going out of my way to go meet strangers to sell them wrestling tickets to a show. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, but I'm going to promote anyway. the show. Yeah, pay to play stuff. Yeah, I don't garbage. I don't like that. That's but that's that's one of the things of indie wrestling, which is just like with comedy, you have to get people in to like see it. Yeah, but you know, it, it makes me wonder. Maybe they don't want to be found. They don't want to be discovered because if they do get discovered, if they do get found, they're yeah. gonna have to be challenged with being good yeah. all the time and i yeah. think that scares the shit out yeah, of yeah i think people are afraid of getting their challenge like me when i meet somebody who's better than me wrestling or acting yes because i learn <laughs> because i learn I because am. you're doing things where i i notice you yeah. i notice mannerisms you're doing that i know i'm not doing i learn i see how you're interacting with something I learn how you interact with the crowd better if it's yeah. live. I interact. I know. I learn. Yeah, but how this you is this is Denver Xander. You're yeah. not allowed to do that. Uh, Here we celebrate mediocrity. Oh we uh, do not is, get better. We celebrate our own can I, mediocrity. This, like, can I share a personal <laughs> mediocrity where it's like I'm the best. I don't have to try. Yo, can I can I just share something personal? And this is again, I hate to generalize, but this is just an idea that goes through my mind, and I yeah. don't like doing this, but. Man, this world was really made for just mediocre white dudes to just have Hell infinite yeah, opportunities where mm-hmm. the sky is the limit. Because yeah. holy yeah. fuck, I blame a lot of this on them. I blame a lot of this on them. <laughs> I do too. I, <laughs> you should. You should. Listen, I blame a lot of this on them. Every relationship I've ever been in, I was underqualified for. <laughs> Almost every good thing I ever got in my life, I was like, wait, what? Why? This is, this is the <laughs> honesty okay. that we do here. This okay. is the honesty that we do I, here. I, you know, I, I got to say, like, it's it's a little upsetting because, like, as a woman working in this industry, yeah. um, and Xander has been there to witness it. Like, I've had people who were very comfortable stepping in my way yeah. mm-hmm. and even running sabotage on, on my project. Yeah. I mean, it sucks because, you know, like, I, I get them off the fucking project. But then I'm like, who's left? God damn it. Like, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. just scraping the bottom of the barrel, seeing if there's anyone else to collaborate with yeah. i'm just like fuck it it's the three of us we're gonna get cameras we'll yeah, just we're gonna be make our own work. dps we're just gonna yeah. shoot ourselves yeah you know well, i i can't be too serious about it because it is just a youtube show mm-hmm. but i mean really this youtube show is kind of like my hail mary at this point because yeah. i left the one tv station in fucking town yeah yeah i left it after losing out on a promotion to a guy who hated working there <laughs> That's such and, a good feeling. Yeah. And and get this, when when I asked why it is that the uh that the promotion he didn't even apply for the promotion which which pissed me off even more and when he got it he told he stripped told me to my face, I don't want to do this. Oh my god. And I went in and I said, "How come you guys gave him the promotion and not me?" And he, and no joke, I was told because we want him to know how much fun it can be to work here. After three years of me hustling in my fucking shitty position, dude, your face is my face too because I was like, oh, fuck. And here's the thing, and I was making so, I was making Mm -hmm. so little money, and everybody in the community was like, oh my god, you have this great job at a TV station, everything like that. There was one month where I got my check and went into my car, 
and fucking cried oh my gosh, because it was like there. 300 fucking dollars yeah. and that was all the money i was going to make from there that month and i still stuck with it because i wanted the opportunity to be able to produce yeah and i stuck with it i lost a relationship with a man that i was going to start my life with we were talking about marriage kids and he wanted me to quit and i was like dude i'm like right there i'm like i'm up for this promotion i know i'm gonna fucking get it and then to hear that it went to somebody who no joke would walk down the hallways being like fuck y'all i'm fucking sick of this fucking place you guys fucking piss me off and yeah and he would say that into people's like open offices the vp would walk by and be like what a crack up and i'd be like he's serious you know he means every bit of what he's saying fucking hates you somebody asked him if he was gonna go to the company barbecue and he no joke went why would i want to go somewhere and be with people i hate that was his answer to a, one of our bosses <laughs> oh my God. and they gave him Man. a fucking promotion like, this guy's got the goods <laughs> yeah. this dickhead has got it all. this asshole who doesn't give a shit is what we need clearly more of here and, so crazy and it and it just it blew my fucking mind i was just like oh my and this is the best of the best yeah. in town wow yeah so, <laughs> and that's why i was when i quit i was like fuck it I'm going to start a fucking YouTube show. Hell I yeah. don't give a fuck. Hell I yeah. just want to do something. I want to make my own content. I want it to be the shit that I enjoy watching. Yeah. That's I, really it. And I think that's the point that we hit where you have people who like just go and get bummed out because you have people going there just wanting to be of other people's shit, not knowing you have to show value that you can also create yep. your own shit. Cause there's a million other people who want your position. Cool. Yep. If you want to try and get notoriety that way, Hey, go audition 70 times a day, oh hit gosh. every audition you can fine, cool, I'm going to go create the shit that I want so I have something to show that not only am I doing what I want, but I can do the shit that I want. I am capable of doing this, yeah. and I am an asset. Take me into this. I can do all the shit that I, that I like, look at this. This spe- My work speaks for itself. I'm not just somebody else saying, hey, please put me in your project. Yep. I'm saying, yo, this is what I do. This is what I do. Yeah. This is what I can do for you. If you don't want to work with me, that's fine. I'm still going to work, and I'll probably work with somebody else. And but also, if you do, if you think about like historically, <laughs> of like people you really enjoy the things they've created, and a lot of it, they've had to hustle to do that shit themselves. How much of it began with them like losing something, yeah, being fucked over, something like that, and then being like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking do this thing, and I'm gonna make it the best thing. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. And when also, and when you look at the greats, right? The, the great filmmakers since the beginning of filmmaking, mm-hmm. w- there's one thing that they all have in common. One thing, all right? And it's that they made the stories that they enjoy watching. Yeah, yeah. and they that stay true to their it, vision. And they do. They don't make what they think everybody wants to watch. They don't make movies for their filmmaker buddies so that they can all sit around and jerk yeah. each other off. Yeah, Ian, I don't care what you think about my Centaurian <laughs> battle mage. They m- the make, no, I do not. They make Stop. the they make the movies that they enjoy yeah. fucking watching, the kind of stuff that they like. Because they were inspired by something that somebody made that mm-hmm. was just for them, mm-hmm. and they were just like, yo, I like this, and that's... that's and yeah. it's generally something that doesn't already exist. Uh-huh. So it's like filling yeah. a void instead of like, you know what, what if uh, <laughs> Ant-Man, what if he was a spider? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just had... <laughs> I just had two key moments <laughs> pop into my head that made me realize I wanted to do something different, and this is fun. Yeah. So I've always enjoyed the film Waterworld. 
Uh, you know what? I have to. I like yeah. it. I do. It's a good movie. <laughs> I like it. Movie. And I've, I've heard a bunch of people it. shit on it. They lost the most money, but it's yes. a great movie. I've always loved the movie Dragonheart. Say yeah, but you, you know, you, I have a theory about why it is that um, Waterworld got shit on. Why? Um, okay. Well, one, Kevin Costner is kind of like a dead face actor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's he's, fair. He's that's kind of. That is fair. He's a little, that's very fair. Antonio little, Banderas or somebody sexy. Yeah. He can at least look like he's making an effort, and if he is, then oof. <laughs> but and also, um, uh, like during the '90s. I, apparently he would get in trouble for a lot of the politically incorrect things that he would say oh, in interviews and he, shocking and he had the tendency to also piss off executives and producers so yeah. that heat is what and and okay. it and some people like the general public was just kind of like oh this guy again yeah yeah, like yeah. and they the, and they were kind of sick of him yeah. and he he does kind of seem like he had like a bloviated ego yeah. mm-hmm. back in those he just thought really highly of himself yeah and, yeah yeah. And then and he would show up and not act. Water. It's yeah. true. <laughs> Everyone's scared of water. But like, I would hear people tear apart the film, and I'm like, I love the film. I would hear people tear apart Dragonheart, and I was like, I like the film Dragonheart. Which, I really do. But it was the thing where it's like, what was Dragonheart? Uh, it was Sean, Sean Connery. Connery was the voice of the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're talking to film buffs. Okay, yeah. You're hold talking. On. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love dragons. And it was Dennis Quaid, which is. <laughs> At first, I was thinking of the Christian Bale dragon movie. No. Uh, that's Reign of Fire, yeah. and that shit is awesome. Uh, that's what I was thinking of initially. All right. No. I'll, I'll say anytime there's dragons and they talk. Do you want me to give you a brief synopsis of Dragonheart? No. Okay. I can, I just, <laughs> I'm fucking ready with it for but you. But wait, but you, you would have to do the dragon voice. and yeah. or like You kind of have to I act it out a little bit. Well, no, just Don't. the synopsis. I wouldn't no, give no, the run No, 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 no. I would have to say do the performance. I've, I'm not doing the performance. I've absolutely seen it. Yeah, it's just it's I, been a while. You don't remember? No reference for it. I've absorbed a lot of dragon based. Yeah, no, books, that's fine. Hey, movies, you're talking so to a guy who owns multiple dragon daggers, so yeah. that's fine. Oh, jeez, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> can, we, can we pivot to that? <laughs> no, we're not. Pivoting. <laughs> I mean, you can. I told you I'm gonna bring you the cool ones and yeah. show you them before I leave. Okay. Yeah. For me? No, no, you're not gonna have them. <laughs> Fuck no, those are mine. Those are mine. I have enough weird stuff. Do you think the grown-ass man who's talking about who wants to be a Centaurian battle mage and a dragon werewolf humanoid is going to give you a dragon dagger? I thought that would be like a friendship ceremony (laughs) where it's like the biggest bond two friends can have is sharing the dragon. Ian, I love you, but I'm not giving those And then he tries to slice you open. He's like... He He's like, me. I'm gonna be your ultimate friend. I don't know. And climb I don't know. I haven't heard enough dragon appreciation from you, so I don't know if you deserve the dragon daggers. My favorite book series is still uh, Dragonlance. That was like one of the greatest story arcs of all time. I'm Jesus. Still hitting <laughs> you got me all riled up about dragons. It looks like a turn your watch on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a like a. I don't buy any of the actual things. I always buy knockoffs. Yeah. And they're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a hilarious knockoff <laughs> Apple Watch. But it's like, this doesn't even do anything. It just does what it's supposed to. This just has Oregon Trail on it. What is this? Oh, Oregon Trail. No, <laughs> That'd be way too cool. But yeah. Does it tell you if you die of dysentery? Like, yeah. Every, it's on your floor. Instead of counting steps. Every time you <laughs> sit still, it says you're dead of dysentery. And then you start, it's like, oh, no, reviving. And then it just starts, the little wagon starts going as you walk. Oh, my gosh. This is part of the whole industry right now. This is? Yeah. This yeah. was just a complete, like, industry breakdown podcast. We'll have you on but again just to shoot the shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Because we touched on a lot of very important things. Like yeah. Stagnation. Uh-huh mediocrity drive living passion. in bubbles yeah mm-hmm. if you're you're just gonna sit in your own shit and think you're like the best whatever yeah without ever actually leaving yeah ugh, yeah yeah get out of here yeah. yeah stop get out of town every, every well, artist and, has and room the, to grow the thing that pisses me off is that you know these same people who 
are they just absolutely love celebrating their own mediocrity they have all these mm-hmm. like parties and networking events and i say that loosely because when the same 40 people show yeah. up to a networking event and nobody still has work it's not a networking event those are the people paying for instagram <laughs> mm-hmm. followers yeah yeah and yep. and not just that they had an effect on our incentives because they also oh, no. here's the thing like probably i think it was about 2012 or 13 it was it was one of those years i actually reached out to um a senator to ask for help what is it that we need yeah. to do in order to get more incentive money right and this was during a time where our work had actually just started to go away. Because when I first started, I was working for like High Noon Entertainment and all these commercial gigs. I was working every week. I yeah. could make my own schedule. I could take a month off if I wanted to. I made so much fucking money. And all of a sudden, it was like dead high noon. Um, hightailed it out of here because we just didn't have enough um, qualified workers to work in the fucking industry. So they left. Right. And the crazy thing is is that our business, uh, like tax breaks here just for bringing businesses in, um, are huge. That's why a lot of tech companies are moving here is because our, our, our tax breaks are great. We have great incentives for businesses to come in. So why would a a business that was born here leave Mm -hmm. unless there's nobody qualified to work there? Right. So they left and went to a more expensive state and that hurt us because after that it hurt our incentives because you know all of our legislators were like well you know if there's nobody really qualified to work in this industry why should we keep putting money into it it's taxpayer yeah. money right so i reached out to a senator and i was like hey look you know like our industry is fucking dying it's dying people are starting to panic i had a couple friends who got evicted out of their homes and moved in their cars so it was starting to get scary because when high noon first left we were like ah fuck it we still have commercial no when our incentives got cut commercials left boom gone dried up like the fucking desert and so a lot of people who were still very qualified ended up either you know getting jobs that are out of the state so they leave every month yeah or they just moved out completely. So that less yeah. that left us with even less qualified people. And, and you that know, kills the whole industry. And yeah. and it and it was it was pretty much it was pretty much like dead and gone by like 2012. And so when I reached out to the senator, I was like, what is it that we can do? He said very bluntly, he was like, you guys need to be able to put a proposal together that says, hey, this is what can happen economically within the state. And not just that, you have to open up the field. And because he had kind of gotten some some pieces of the rumors um, of what was going on in Denver to, to kind of justify why it is that we didn't deserve an industry was that it was far too clicky. Like uh, only like 40 yeah. people were getting all the fucking jobs. And he yeah. said, that doesn't come back to the taxpayer. If it doesn't come back to the taxpayer and you don't open up jobs for everybody to fucking work in, <laughs> yeah. it's going to go away and it's going to stay that yeah. way. And when I proposed this idea and said, and told like the phone community i was like look you know we need to actually start opening up um a possibility for other people any joe blow they can't just be people from the film school that you went to and your classmates and your friends like we actually have to make this economically viable for everyone yeah in the fucking state we're using taxpayer money Mm -hmm. to fund this then it has to come back to them and 
I got called a cunt. Whoa. For <laughs> Dude, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. I don't think, for, I don't like, think the senator. I don't think okay. the senator. No, 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 no. For, for years, <laughs> because like, because <laughs> no, no. Well, him and I met in a coffee shop. Yeah. Like we we just talked it out over coffee. Oh, that would and have been I a rough it, morning of coffee then. No, and and I I brought it back to you know one of the community the meetings that would fucking happen, and everything you know at some shitty studio. So it's like. For me I, to get pushed out like that, I was just like, man. And then um, the the funny thing is, is that they actually ended up putting together like uh, some sort of like ragtag lobbyist group. Yeah. A, again, very loose, um, and gave like a presentation to our legislators to try to make a move towards you know increasing our incentives. And ba- basically, what they told them, and I I told them this right before they like went to go give you know plead their case yeah and they they were like so we would like taxpayer money in order to fund our art projects because you need the arts and society and without the art and society fucks are ruining the reason behind art how (laughs) fucking dare you you leeching lazy bastard that only works in (laughs) that only works in canada (laughs) <laughs> all my friends in Canada get money from the government to make albums and stuff, and it's the best time. Yo, I also well, think do they make good stuff in Canada? <laughs> like, you know, yes. as as yeah. long as you know, if they're if they're movies, yeah. a little yeah. bit. I don't know. Degrassi was a huge thing oh, for Letter a minute. Kenny. Letter Kenny's Letter out there. Yeah. Seth Rogen came from Canada. Yeah. Who oh. else came from? See, Canada? I believe Every art should be in the so community, but don't go Seth asking Rogen. for money. Don't. Don't well, go. If you're going to ask for money, you have to demonstrate that it's going to be useful to the person you're asking for. But that's like, but that's not that's not asking that's not money. asking for money. That's coming forward with a business plan of how that's to make investment. a transaction. Yeah, it's an investment. Yeah. Don't just ask for money to make your art project. Yeah. You can make your art project for free. Yeah. If you want to actually take this somewhere and make a living off of it, you have to mix business with it. You have to be business conscious. Yes, no artist wants to cross that, but you have to learn how to do that if you actually want to make a living off of it. If not, you're not going to. Person. <laughs> don't <laughs> with money that like you have to demonstrate that that's not like a shitty frat bro yeah you're just yeah. gonna be like cool you yeah. and you actually have to have solid numbers that come from yeah. like a real mm-hmm. piece of information that you found out it, yeah. it has to be uh, a real number you can't just say hey well i think we're gonna make back x amount of money it has to yeah. be based on what happened last year yeah. yeah and and here's the funny part is is that um then the response to that was, well, we already gave you guys money. What did you do with the money that we gave you? Like, why is it fucking yeah. gone? Well, we were pretending to be artists. Yeah. But we were just fucking about. We all bought scarves and berets. And it, and it turned out that they ordered an audit to be done on the incentives and where the money went. Yeah. And there was some misappropriative funds. Of course. Yeah. Unaccounted of for. fucking and, course. And like there were people in town like independent filmmakers who were getting and i would have to say because i know one of them um and he actually had a legitimate movie with a distribution deal Mm -hmm. and everything like that he did get a part of the incentives but like what about all the other people with their independent projects like they they got money for those projects and i haven't seen the finished product from them yeah Yeah. it's like what did you really do like what did you really do that's and that's probably a whole other part of it. Is that, that is. if oh, I can do this in, on a micro level. Okay. Yeah. Say so you're gonna run a comedy show. 
Yeah. You're going to go to like a bar because that's uh-huh. what most people do. Mm-hmm. Hey, bar, I want to run a show here. They're like, we already had a comedian run a show here. They were a dickhead and fucked us out of money. Absolutely not. That happens in Denver all the time because a bunch mm-hmm. of comedians burned a bunch of places. Oh. Shout out to you, fuckers. It's the same thing where you're like, hey, we'd like these incentives to make things. And they'd be like, oh, so does it, does that feed into the problem that local businesses don't want to support? Yeah. Oh, then my local God. Businesses God damn it. Because they got now, screwed over by someone that just ripped them off for a little bit, like 50 bucks. Yeah. Like, you guys don't even wait to be successful. That's how, that's how. You don't even wait for it to be profitable before yeah. you're like, let's just sneak money from the side. You're like, ooh, money, give me, give me, give me. There was that big, tells me you would already be a terrible business person. There was a bigger, yeah. bigger local comedian that went on a bad local comedy podcast, and his tip for new comedians, if you're going to run a show, go to the bar, tell me you need $300 a week to run it. Cause you, and it's like, you're talking brand new people. <laughs> Who have not done anything? <laughs> that that's and that's why it's, most bars like, don't like, want comedy shows like, in Denver. It's like advice from a con artist. Yeah. Like that's pretty. Oh, cool. a lot of oh I'm pretty sure this is a fuck. That's time. what what I some have been in surprising positions of power. I'm just like I don't trust oh you God. as far as I can throw you, and I could throw you pretty far. Because they I could convince to. people to give them money, but then they would squander Bail. it, do something crazy, spend. Oh God! In I my in, name from names, my experience, it's because they want the in, instant gratification of what comes with knowing somebody like that. It's just like, oh, I'm in comedy, and I have somebody yeah. who's a comedy producer. Like, oh, That's going to be nothing but good things for me. No, the fuck, it's not. Because yeah. if they're not actually putting the work behind it, that producer thing means shit. Yeah. It means nothing if they're not putting any work behind that. Yeah. I don't care what you call really, yourself. And I could never. Uh, I'm bad at like. Go, I could be like, hey, business, you should uh-huh. give us money. Look at all this cool stuff we did before <laughs> with no money. Look at mm-hmm. this. They'd be like, that's cool. We're not going to give you money. And I think part of it is I needed to be like way more of a grifter and be like, oh, my gosh, if you give us money, this person's going to come to your house and kiss But you we've had this much. talk. We wouldn't feel great yeah. about that. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, had, um, I had a friend. And, well, actually, we're not really friends anymore. But uh, he had told me, he was like, you kind of need to be a little sociopathic in order oh to God. make it. And I was just I like, I was like, well, to what degree? And he was like, you got to use anyone. No, nope. that's everyone. Firefest. We've, ta- we've talked <laughs> about that. We've talked about that's that. That's the Firefest Don't mentality. Don't make making and business personal yeah. and everything. No, that's there's he, a way to do business. He was like, he was like, like, like you got to promise to pay and not pay. He Fuck was like, that. you got to oh be God. willing. That's bad he business. Said, he said, you got to be willing to do whatever it takes. And I was just like, and that's is that working out for you? Yeah, like, where's your career? Where's your career at yeah. right now? Like, I don't see you fucking dropping any deals right That's, now. Yeah, like, you idiots. Term, you got some money. You got to act like a big shot. Long term, you are a failed adult. You, <laughs> you, no one's gonna give you, you fake artistic idiots. Yeah. Like, that's exactly why people are, are willing to get rid of arts first because people who are claiming to be artists of anything are willing to rip people off because, oh, I'm, it's going to make my vision happen and this is what I have to do. No, it's yeah. not what you have to do. Just like yeah. going through life. You don't have to step on somebody just no. to get a step ahead of somebody. Well, I, and I think really it sets us back. Like I, I would really like to move away from the term artist here because yeah. we, we yeah. use it way too much. And quite frankly most people's art is shit if yeah. your art ain't fucking selling you're a bad artist yeah. Yeah. what if i right? call myself like, a raconteur yeah it, <laughs> it, i i would have to say that we need to actually start <clears throat> having a standard for ourselves and call it an industry call yeah. it what it is if we want to work in it like it's an industry mm-hmm. then we have to respect it like one and there's not enough people who 
take the time to learn how the money works in an industry. They don't learn the language and then they get pissed off when somebody treats them like a fucking tourist. And it's like, what, you you think you can move around here on your own? You can't. Yeah. I think that's a big thing for literally any form of entertainment, any kind Mm -hmm. of like creative endeavor is you have to treat it like an actual job. Yeah. Like this, you may still have fun with it, but you gotta approach yeah. that shit serious. Yeah. You and have then to when treat you, and it. then when you get successful, make your fucking art. Yeah, yeah. then like, you make your art. Then you make yeah. all the artsy stuff you want to do. Then you can be the South Park yeah. guys and go crazy. Yeah, but <laughs> until then, that is a that is a hustle. You yeah. gotta make that shit work if yeah. that's what you want. If you want to become self sustained, then you have to make your shit work for yourself, and yeah. then get to yeah. a point where and you I can make your stuff. A lot of people think there's like some kind of shortcut. And there's no, you just no. Do. A lot of they, people do. Yeah, because they want to start in the middle. They don't yep. want to start at the bottom. Well, they for some people, there's shortcuts because of money that they're born oh, into, so they can just get this. Yeah, but how well did that work out for Paris Hilton? I mean, is she still a DJ? Um, <laughs> yeah, she did say tweet my favorite tweet of all time though. What did she say? Uh, if you're not having fun, then just leave. I was like, that like, speaks to me. That's beautiful. But here's the thing: she never set out for that. She she. Was a that's fucking. Bull- she was a, that's no, no, bullshit. No, no, no. She was coming to the end of her career and yeah. made a desperate she reach. Was in some weird movies. <laughs> the but life, she's a but she's a mo- she but she's a hilarious. mogul. She's the daughter of a mogul. Yeah. Financially, she would be fine. The only reason she did that shit is for public image, and that was for her own self. That's the only reason yeah. she did that for shit before was for fame and public image. That's it. She was n- she was never gonna starve as an artist. It doesn't matter because she's not an artist. Think of she like just wanted fame. Think of like the fucking rich. Am I am I wrong? No, but oh. you, no, you're right. I was agreeing with. Oh, you. oh I was like, I was like, did kids. I say something wrong? <laughs> think of the rich kids who get unlimited money but have done nothing anyone's heard of. Think yeah. about how fucking crazy that. Fam, is. if you gave me even a, po- if you gave me ten thousand dollars today, oh today, do you know how much content I would have for you by the end of this month? Yeah. Do you know how much I would have for you yeah. by the end of this month? It'd be ridiculous. It would be enough for a six-month run. Yeah, but you know that's part of the money conversation, though, because I mean, like, if you look at ten grand, mm-hmm. right? Twenty-five percent of that has to go into your marketing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's where we're stuck at right now. Yeah. And you know, you you can have, uh, let's say, you know, ten grand worth of content. That's probably even looking at our show right now. You're looking at about seven episodes realistically, mm-hmm. right? And you you have to spend money. Um, you know, when they're all in post marketing each episode before it fucking drops, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that means that you have to have your, like your marketing kit together. Your package has to be ready to launch like as soon as Mm -hmm. you do. So that $10,000 has to be scheduled as far as like spending is concerned. And a lot of the people here don't look into that. They just see $10,000. We got $10,000. Exactly. It's like, no, you have to learn how to, you got $10,000. You have to learn how to spend it. And you You need to learn how to budget for this project. Like us budgeting for a wrestling promotion that hasn't happened yet is what is definitely like, Okay, cool. Like putting effort into this and realizing, yeah, it. and but that's and a, but that's a part yeah. of working in the industry is yeah. that you have to learn how to spend money because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people here. You know, they they want the funding, they want the budget, and everything like that. Yeah. They wanted to come from an investor or something like that. Yeah, and they don't know how to tell an investor how they're going to spend their money. Yeah, and it scares investors away. They don't even want to talk to people here. Yeah, because they're just like every time I talk to somebody, they're like, "Well, give me your money, and I'll just make it work for you." And that it's doesn't. A it's a comedy. That doesn't build confidence See, this in, is, in anyone because you, 
like no joke it doesn't matter what you fucking make on youtube yeah you can fucking record yourself taking shit on your living room floor but if you fucking market it correctly it'll blow the fuck up it'll blow up i think you know what i think happens the whole idea of viral yeah oh the instant it's instant gratification to this idea if you make something and it goes viral, you're set. Yeah. And it's like, no. If you if you do it if you do a thing where you repeatedly point out your friend's shoes, then you'll get on yeah. Ellen DeGeneres and she'll buy you shoes. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, cool. A lot of a lot of people can click to the viral thing, but look at it's it's bu- it's bubblegum. It's gone. Like, it's bubble. It's it's bubble. It's it's bubblegum entertainment. <laughs> it pops. It's done. It's oh, that flavor was good while it lasted. Those bubbles yeah. were cool. Now it's over. And, and it's they don't done understand and that if it's not like a consistent. Thing, yeah. If this. yeah, if you're not consistently delivering, you're not gonna make it. Yeah. But yeah. you know, but that's also part of the beauty about YouTube as well. Like we're stuck in this position right now, where the last time we shot episodes was back in July, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Um, but we're not like on network television. We don't no. have contracts. Yeah. We don't have deadlines, mm-hmm. right? And actually, as a matter of fact, we can afford to take the time. If we don't have money to do it, we do have time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you have to spend your time just like you spend your money, mm-hmm. which yep. means that you have to learn how to spend that as well. That's and smart. it And we may be in a place where, you know, right now we can't put something out there, but it's not going to hurt us if yeah. we yeah. don't. exactly. So we can afford to take our time. We can afford to be smart about yeah. it and not rush it. Because, I mean, like, we've already had to throw out an episode. That sucked. Yeah. <laughs> that's, this, like, that's, like, this money is, gone forever. This is the industry I have to navigate, and people still want me to date. Are yeah. You, I don't have I don't have the mental I don't have it. I don't have it. I, I don't, don't I it. yeah, but you know what? I don't either. I mean like I'm so fucking exhausted from like my like the last like thirty one years of my fucking life. I don't have it in me either today. Yeah. It sounds like a hassle. I do, it's a hassle. <laughs> yes. I'm hearing from you, you're my only I friend who's out there dating. We're gonna talk about it as soon as we stop recording. You're the only friend who I know oh who's my, out there no, dating. Actually, you know what? Why not talk about it right now? Oh no, oh. privacy. Privacy. I kinda, I kinda, I kinda, no, we'll definitely have this. you on for more dating stuff because we yeah. were just like we should have done that when we had that. Just, you give us dating advice, <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> do, you, do you do you want some right now? Well, no. You this episode's too long. You had a desperate look in your eye. This episode's too long. We'll definitely have to do another episode. I do. That's the best thing anyone's ever said to me. You have a desperate, and I just want to be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, that seems like a great point to stop, don't you think so, Mister Entertainment? Yes, I would fullheartedly agree that this is a perfect opportunity to stop and tell you that this would be a good time for you to check us out, as we are part of the Project Nerd Podcast Network. ProjectNerd.com. ProjectNerd.com. Uh, Dude, sweet cast. Dot com. Dot com. Um, and this first episode was a lot about creativity, making things, doing things. What's the things that we were creating? <laughs> and we will continue with part two of this conversation with our guest, Ani, and the and next plug the YouTube part of show. And we're going to plug it so many times. <laughs> okay. This is very organic. Uh, and please go to YouTube and feel free to check out non-adults. Yes. And yes. stay tuned for part two. With Ani. I say too many things. <laughs> Where we take an unnecessary relationship uh, um, analysis episode. It might be messy, but (laughs) I'm now thinking I didn't say enough. (laughs) So hell yeah. Hey, there's always future to the outcome. Yeah, hell yeah. Thank you for listening. There's going to be seven parts. Hell yeah. Thank you. Dude, sweet. Dude, sweet.